0: Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Tim from Holy Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Newington, New Hampshire. This is our weekly podcast of the sermon from the prior Sunday. Normally, at this time, I have invited everybody to join us for worship at eight thirty and eleven uh, but right now we 're in the midst of the global pandemic, and so we are not having worship in our building at eight thirty and eleven Instead, you can find us online doing virtual worship using Zoom. You can find the information for all of that on our website at www.htelc.com. You can also like us on Facebook. And uh, those are the two primary ways in which to find our links to have worship with us. So it doesn't matter where you are, as long as you have an internet connection, you can join us for worship. So, thank you for listening. We hope that you find the sermon meaningful and purposeful, that it connects to your life and how you interact with the world. And most of all, it reveals God's infinite love for you and all of creation. The gospel reading comes from David Reinhardt. Thank you, David.
1: The Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 13. Glory Glory to to you, you, O Lord. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil and they sprang up quickly since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet, such a person has no root, but endures only for a while, and when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields. In one case, a hundredfold, in another 60, and in another 30. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ.
0: So the sermon today, if you uh, are on Facebook and follow it, you might have seen this quote. There are two quotes I'm going to share as we get into it. The true meaning of life is to plant trees under whose shade you do not expect to sit. Um, I really... I've heard, I don't know where I heard that for the first time, but it's something that's always always stuck out to me. So if you have to sum up the sermon, I think this quote does it. There's another one we'll use by Dietrich Bonhoeffer in just a little bit. So we're going to move ahead. And look, I returned to the whiteboard this morning. So let us start our sermon. We are back at the whiteboard. Last week, we were in the sanctuary, but I have some things that I want to be able to diagram up here beginning right, with the, uh, right at the start. As you know, I was a former teacher, fifth grade, all the subjects, seventh grade, seventh grade science. So we're gonna start off with a science lesson, something that I maybe would have done more in fifth grade. And then we're gonna get into the scripture and what it means for us. But how many people remember learning about the food pyramid? when I say food pyramid, I don't mean, uh, what? Uh, whether you should eat meats, proteins, cheeses, dairies, vegetables, not that kind of stuff, but the food pyramid of who eats what or what produces what. And if we're in the sanctuary, I'd be asking for volunteers, and this bottom row is called what? Does anyone remember? If you were in this bottom of the food pyramid, you would be a producer, right? You produce your own food and you are producing it for others. Now we're gonna get back to examples of producers in a minute. That means these three other ones, if they're not producers, those three other ones are consumers. And we have different kinds, different levels, different tiers of consumers. We have primary consumer, secondary consumer, and I'll give you the guess, primary, secondary, and tertiary consumer. Now we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to name some of the producers, right? So I have some images, the movies from Field of Dreams. I'm not looking at the people, I'm looking at the corn. Plants are producers, right? Plants, plants like trees. Here are the truffle, trees from Dr. Seuss. Trees are producers. Or how about flowers? Flowers are producers. Here's the rose from Beauty and the Beast, right? Those are producers. They produce their own food and they are primary sources of food for others. Now we have primary consumers. If you know the fancy word, if you only eat plants, that makes you a herbivore. Right? So let's name some of these herbivores. I'm going to go here. Who's that? Rocky the squirrel. Herbivore there. We have two in one picture here. Bambi and rabbit. They are herbivores. They only eat the plants or they are primary consumers. We go up one level. We have secondary consumers. Now they could be two kinds. They're not herbivores because they don't eat just plants. What if you just eat meat? That means you're only eating these primary consumers. That would make you a carnivore. Or if you eat both plants and meat, make you an omnivore. Uh, Snakes. There's Sir Hiss from Robin Hood's, Disney's Robin Hood's. Or owls are these secondary consumers. That's all from Winnie the Pooh. And we got one more for you, dogs and foxes. There's Fox and Hound, another Disney movie, right? They are secondary consumers, secondary consumers. Now, tertiary consumers. These can also be carnivores and omnivores, but they're pretty much at the top of the food chain. Right, They're pretty much at the top of the food chain. They are eating everything else and very little comes after them. So they're the predators, primarily predators. Lions, right? There's Mufasa. How about eagles? Sam the Eagle from the Muppets, eagles. If we had to put humans in one of these categories, producer, primary consumer, secondary consumer, tertiary consumer, where would you put humans? I should have printed off one for the humans, I didn't. You'd put us here right at the very top, right there at the very top. Those are humans, we are at the top of it all. Now, the reason why I bring this up is we're gonna get at Producers versus consumers, and here, who are we? Now, we just heard the parable of the sower. Now, a traditional way of looking at the parable of the sower, and it's not necessarily wrong, I just want to focus on a different way of reading it, is to focus on what kind of soil you are, so you can accept the word of Jesus and go to heaven. I think that is one way of looking at it. How? What, who are you? How do you accept the word of Jesus? What do you have to do to be the good soil to accept the word of Jesus, right? Accept. You don't want to be the path because birds come take it away. You don't want to be the rocky soil because there is no root. Excuse me, there is no root. It's happy at first, but then when things get uh, troublesome, there's nothing to hold it in place. It It doesn't last. Uh, You don't want to be, what's the other one, in the weeds where you can't grow. There's so much else going on around you uh, and you just can't grow. And I think there are times in which we feel like we can be all of these things. We can be uh, the path. where we don't even understand what's going on. It doesn't even take root in us. We can be uh, the rocky ground where, man, it's great at first, but all of a sudden, you know, things go sour and what now? That's part of the reason why I don't like to use the word blessing when things go well. I'm fortunate when things go well Um, because things aren't always gonna go well and God is still with me. So we want deep roots to remember that. Uh, and then the weeds, holy smokes, there is so much going on around us to distract us, to re, uh, pull us away, uh, to tempt us. <laughs> you know, even as I drive down High Street, my family and I call it not KK because KK is a road in Wisconsin where we live that's very similar to High Street in Summersworth or at Woodbury. I'm going to go right out here. Um, that's why I'm pointing pointing out this way, right? You drive down and I can say no one time not too difficult. But when I drive down these other roads, and I'm referring to food here, I have to go past Wendy's, McDonald's, Chipotle, Trader Joe's, you know, Applebee's, Qdoba. Uh, there are so many options. Ugh, it's inundated. And it's easy to get choked when you have all of these things. And it's, oh, temptation is so hard. And so Sometimes this can be about how do we guard ourselves so we aren't being tempted, but I want to take it a different way. I want to talk about Who are we really primarily called to be? Are we consumers or are we producers? And I think so much of what the world tells us is that we are primarily consumers. And it starts in some of this basic way right here where humans are at the top of the food chain. We consume everything else. And that goes into the rest of our life. We are consumers. We are trying to climb our way to the top. Sports. Win, lose. You're out. Right? We consume. How about businesses? to grow, to take over, more of the market share. It's competitive. Put your other competitors out of business and get theirs, right, it's competitive. I need to be at the top and think about how often that word top makes it into our regular uh, daily language. What floor do you wanna work on? The top floor. Um, What do you wanna be? The top dog. um i'm looking at some of these what do you want to win the top prize what role do you want to get into play i want top billing i bet you can't top that when somebody does one thing right i'm the best i bet you can't top that you have to climb your way to the top some of our primary ways in which we are designed as humans. And this, I'm not saying this is bad, but how do we let it filter into things in which it does not belong? That we so often identify ourselves primarily as consumers, when I think the point of this parable for Jesus is about what you produce. He's reminding the people who they are and what they need to produce. But we get so caught up in the consumerism of the world. U.S. has 50%, 5% of the population, 25% energy use and 50% solid waste is produced. We're consumers, aren't we? 200,000 tons of edible food is thrown away every day. I was watching a documentary. They say we throw away 25 percent of the groceries we buy each week. Can you imagine that? You walk out of the grocery store with four bags of food. Before you get to the car, just let go of one of those bags. You're not going to eat it. You're only going to eat three bags worth. We consume. Um, this one I find really disturbing. In 1986, there were more high schools than shopping malls. More high schools than shopping malls in 1986. In the year 2000, there are twice as many shopping malls than high schools. 2000. In a span of 14 years, we now have twice as many shopping malls as high schools. Now, I know right now shopping malls are on the decline, but it's not because people aren't shopping, is it? It's because the way we shopped has shifted. Amazon, Walmart, Target. Again, how many other stores have gone out of business because they can't keep up? There are certain stores that are at the top and they have consumed these smaller ones. It seems to be so natural to our way of life that we are consumers. And yet, this is what Jesus does in this parable. He says at the end you are to be a producers of a hundredfold of sixtyfold of thirtyfold. Jesus takes this pyramid, flips it upside down, says this is creation. Here is Jesus or us, the church. We are be producing. Now, the question is, what do we produce? Love, generosity, forgiveness, compassion, empathy, listening. Think about what's in short supply in the world today. And how is it that we live that out? How do we take these ideas? That embody who Jesus is, who embody who we're supposed to be, and flesh it out. Make it tangible, right? God took God's self, this, in some ways, abstract idea that we can't quite touch, but we can't even quite describe, but we trust in. And God in Christ became physical, tangible, tangible. Dwelled among us, became real in a way that was. I wish I could think of something besides real and tangible, physical. That is what we are to do. Take who God is, love, and make it real and tangible to produce those things. There's two quotes I want to share with you. You're going to see them pop up on the screen as I say them. One comes from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I've talked about Bonhoeffer before. He was a German theologian during World War II, uh, an ethicist. And this is what Bonhoeffer says about the church. The church is only the church when it exists for others. The church is only the church when it exists for others, not dominating, but helping and serving. It must tell man, that's Pon Offer's language, it must tell people, it's what we would say today, of every calling, what it means to live for Christ and to exist for others. We are producers serving creation, right? Producers to serve creation. I love this one, too. This comes from Nelson Henderson. He's actually a rugby player from London, lived in the uh, late 1800s to the mid-1900s. And this is what he says. You're going to see this uh, quote come up here now, too. The true meaning of life is to plant trees under whose shade you do not expect to sit. The true meaning of life is to plant trees whose shade you do not expect to sit. We live in a world and we participate in this world. It's ingrained in us without us even realizing it, that we are about consuming and using things to help us out. I've heard also the true nature of sin. Let me see if I get this right. Is that we've confused, uh, loving people and using things with, using people and loving things. We are people that are meant to love people and use things, right? And how do we use those things to love people? Instead, we've come to love things and we use people to acquire more things. (laughs) That's the life of a consumer. And what Jesus is saying is that we are producers. Again, this goes back to theology of the glory versus theology of the cross. Theology of glory lives in this area up here, right at the very top, and says, look at me, look what I've done. Boy, aren't I blessed by God. Theology of the cross exposes this for what it is, a way that harms others and tells us about a new way to live. It tells the truth about who we are and exposes the lie about who we would rather be. You are a producer of love. Love is patient, right? Love is kind. Maybe you had this pr- passage at your wedding or you've heard it at other weddings from 1 Corinthians 13. Remember, it's not. it was not written for people who were about to be married for the rest of their life. It was written to a community that didn't know how to get along, that had so many contrasting ideas going on right now. Love is patient. How do we produce love that is patient, that is kind, that is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. Love that is not judgmental, right? These are ideas that as a church, as a people, as a body, we are tasked with embodying, with somehow making manifest, having it become flesh, realizing that's who you are. Don't believe the lie that the goal of life is to get to the top. Believe the truth that you are loved and you get to produce love. May you see how you are loved today and every day. And because you know how loved you are, may that flow from you and ooze out of every pore of your being. Amen.